afternoon. I can't find the music that I usually do for my episodes, so we're going to try this one out. This one's called You Do Not Have to Cry, which I don't know why I gravitated to that one. (laughs) Episode 10. I am so conflicted. I'm conflicted on the reasoning behind all of this, the facts versus the conspiracies versus the cover-ups versus the whatever else there is out there. I'm so conflicted and I think per my usual thinking of what's really going on, I will probably be in the minority Maybe just for a little while, too. So, each day that this progresses, I feel weirder weirder and weirder. Weird? Weird is the word that I can come up with. Um, Yet again, we are told to be and act a certain way, according to them and it doesn't feel right by me and if I venture down another path I am looked at in a different way by the majority of people around so I am not unfamiliar with this um I don't know if you know I'm a I'm plant-based so that journey to that eight years ago and until this day is you know it's it's kind of similar I mean this is a bigger much much bigger deal well I don't want to say that I can't say that um but anyways um I wanted to put out an episode on how I am doing and maybe some thoughts, and maybe some introspections um, if you need any more of that um, on the topic. But what else are we going to talk about? (laughs) Um, This is that big of a deal. So moving forward, whether you believe in it being a virus, a real virus, or a a contracting virus, due to an illness, whether you believe it came from the meat market, um, which is another theory, which to me would be understandable, but I'm leaning towards it also being another issue of um, cover-up for, well, I don't want to say I believe, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, there's a, there's a bunch of theories out there. Um so I just moving forward, just know however you believe in it. I, I, I understand. I understand the arguments. I understand the confusion. I understand how we compartmentalize. I understand how we do not want to look at what the realities really could be. So we're going to go hard with this other way. Um, and just with the, you know 
there are people who are sick and there are people who are dying. Um, and it's very tragic and it's tragic that happens every day for multiple, 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 multiple reasons. Um, I'm glad we're paying attention to it. I'm glad we're paying attention to the amount of people that are dying. So whatever you believe, whatever reasoning that is, um, you know, this is something that hopefully opens up our hearts and our eyes, wakes us up. We will figure it out. Like, we are awakening, and there is a mass population who are awakening, and there is a strong generation right now who are very passionate about waking up and figuring things out so they can tell us what all they want they can fear mongol all they want they can um, put out statistics and facts all facts quote unquote all they want um whatever it is we will figure it out so anyways i want to preface it with that and moving forward with what i have for this episode All right, so I am conflicted. <laughs> I want to just chill out. I want to numb out. I want to take baths all day. Well, I did when I had a bath, but now I have a shower, so a hot one will do. I want to skip my morning routine. I want to sleep in, have a cocktail at 11 a.m. I really want to take the money I have, and I really just want to go to a tropical place that my heart desires and say it might be too early, we're six minutes in, and say fuck it and sit back and watch the world burn. Wait it out. Um, That's really what I want to (laughs) do. But I also want to, you know, utilize this time, wrong array. I want to launch something creative. I want to hike all of the mountains. I want to start writing my book. I want to talk to all my friends. I want to grow my business. Um, This kind of thing... In a previous episode, I discussed how cleaning is a form of taking back control. So I know I, for myself, I want to clean and I organize and purge. Um, we have a lot of we we don't have a lot of a sense of control right now. So I can see where our my brain set will put us into into doing things. Um, that will help give us back control, even if it's in our mundane life. And yeah, I do have a stuffy nose. And no, I'm not weirded out by it. And I'm not freaking out. So um, I have children. And I've been through some very stressful situations. So my immune system drops and picks up again. And I'm not... <laughs> I'm not one of those memes <laughs> freaking out about coughing right now. Um, I want to do all of the things I've been dying to do, but I have been driving or doing school or moving in the last couple months multiple times or running around doing the things I thought I was supposed to be doing. So what am I supposed to be doing? What are we supposed to be doing? Isn't now the perfect time to define balance? Isn't now the perfect time to assess what's important? Developing a workout team is important. So is sitting in the sun. So is playing dinosaurs with your kids for much longer than usual. Keeping your early morning routine is important. 
So is getting the much-needed sleep your body and brain have been yearning for. Being present is open, or sorry, (laughs) being present is important. So is working hard on your future. And there are so many platforms and people out there giving advice, and some much more than advice. I don't want to add to that for you. I don't want to tell you how you should be doing this. I just want you to think about it. And when the time is right for you, I want you to take action. I want to walk through I want to walk through how this time is um this time is making me feel emotionally and financially. I also have 15 tips on how to implement some additional health skills. Um and I I talk a little bit about how some of us are living in privilege and what my wishes are when we come out of this. Maybe you can relate, maybe not. Either way, this is a way for me to process my feelings. And putting them out there is being honest, and it's releasing any of the tension I hold when I keep these things inside. So, here we go. How this feels emotionally for me. This feels so similar to grief, doesn't it? The emotions about how you are doing your day ebbs and flows. You're accepting, you're angry, you're just sad, you're in denial. Then you're motivated, and then you're angry again. My music playlist, um, it's all over the place. One day it's Sanskrit meditations, another it's My Chemical Romance, another it's a band from Peru. Another it's Bob Marley, another it's Aerosmith, another it's Lizzo. I see it. I am aware of the range of positivity and negativity I am feeling. And I've learned to just go with it. Tomorrow will bring something else. Hell, the next half of this day will bring something else. Have you seen any of those memes about people who have been in trauma? how we're kind of calmer through this. We're kind of like, welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. (laughs) This is familiar. This is our everyday, in one version or the other. For the last six months, well, mm, for the last year and even beyond that, I have been living in the struggle, wondering if I'd be able to pay for the minimal things, wondering where I'd be living next month, wondering if I should buy toilet paper or laundry soap, wondering if I was going crazy because I was being gaslighted. But through all this, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back. Despite the hard stuff I have with my kid's dad, and despite the inconsistency in my living situation, I have remained positive on most days. I remain consistent with my morning routine. I have worked on my business I have made phone calls asking for help, more help. I developed friendships over the years so strong that when I need a co-signer, a friend will do it. When I need a bed to crash on, they open their doors. I have, in, I have invested in relationships and I have invested in myself to the point that, that when I can easily look like a confused mom letting the world beat her down with $72 in the bank account, and no idea where I'm going to sleep with my babies next, I am still okay. When um, a family wanted to reach out and help me, they asked me the hard questions. 
making sure I am not wallowing in my self-pity, or they want to make sure I am working to get myself out of this hole. And in one conversation, they could see that I am worth helping, that I won't take it for granted, and that I have a fire to live my life the way I desire. I just need some more help. And just as much as I have seen there are people out there who still want to cut me down, judge me, and pull the rug out from under me, there are people who will let me load up their garage with things while I transition places. The people who There are people who see me in the struggle of a single mom and just can't take a break and offer their basement for me to live in. I've been hearing countless stories on the struggles people are going through, and all of those struggles are just on top of this whole virus chaos. Should I take comfort in knowing more people are feeling somewhat how I felt for far too long? If you're familiar with gaslighting, it feels like there's so much gaslighting going on right now. It's fine. It's po- be positive. The world is healing. $1,200 stimulus feels like just enough to keep everybody from revolting. The option from employment for unemployment feels like just enough to get people to say, well, the government is caring for us, so let's not look at the dark that could really be going on. But when you've lived in that kind of world for so long, you catch on quicker. You can see what the breadcrumbs are. And what's shitty is, We have no choice but to take the help. I don't. We have to feed our kids. We have to keep the lights on and pay our phone bills so we can keep in contact. Does this make my struggle feel better? Does this make us more connected? I don't know. I guess it depends on how we handle it. I guess it depends on how we grow from it. And it sounds like there's some time to figure that out. Which brings me to how I am feeling financially. I don't have all this time to figure this out in a financial way. When it comes to buying groceries and paying for rent, I don't have the time to sit back and see what happens. I was already having a rough time with feeding three mouths, housing us, and getting my feet on the ground after a very toxic, quote-unquote, divorce. I was already seeking help from the community for food and things to put in my apartment. I moved again. I couldn't pay for the rent without any of my cleanings. The vacation industry just plummeted, so I lost all of my bookings. I shouldn't be buying groceries. I shouldn't be getting takeout. After all the years in the restaurant industry, I finally got out and started my own business. I also finally started school. I had to leave school, not because of this virus. I left a couple weeks before, but um, because I took my kids on full time. But what a year to finally get my life going. In a matter of two months, of me really getting, feeling positive and really feeling like I I was getting into my calling. It all got taken away. Anyways, so I finally got out and started my business. 
I relied on vacation rentals that were already, they were already in place. I was very lucky in getting this opportunity from friends who wanted to help me get going on my own with the potential for really amazing growth. But everyone canceled their vacations, which means no one needs any cleanings. I got to do a cleaning recently and man, the things that were running through my head as I made sure to air out and sanitize much more than I usually do. Should I have my kids be watched by the girls? Should I have stood in the same room as the owner while we were talking? If I don't believe in this, how do I show that I am still respectful? How do I not have a crazy conversation right away? Similar to the vaccination argument. You just don't talk about it. Should I not have started my business? Oh, should I not have started, have taken the job? Cleaning is considered essential, and because I am passionate enough about having, about enough to have started my business, I do understand the necessity and deep cleanings like this one, especially at this time. If it were a contagion thing. But at what cost? While I was working, I was listening to someone online talk about how the virus isn't real about how this is all a cover-up for the 5G poisoning and mega-billionaire scheme to get rid of a big amount of the population and cover up a bunch of really gnarly stuff. And I was like, oh, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> Do I abide by the mask and stay at home law or not? I'm so conflicted. How do I tell people I want to clean their houses they can let me clean their houses? And here's a benefit to a deep sanitize and clean anyways right now. But I have to bring my kids because no one wants to watch them. And you need to let me into your home. How do I ask them to please support a local business run by a single mom, being my only income, so I can get food and I can have a roof over my head? I know you're there too, in your own ways. I know that I am not the only one. Welcome, friends. Welcome to the unknowns. Welcome to the consequences of our choices, either personal or global. So what are we to do about it? We should be focusing on our health, first and foremost. Um, whether you agree with it being a health pandemic or not, I, I am very big on health. Um, as best as I can be. So we're going to go into health. And if you need to up your game in order to keep your immune system up, um, here's a couple thoughts on health. I could do a whole podcast episode about just, I mean, just health and building your immune system and being um, proactive about it, which I might do one later. So, um but there seems to be many more people than I anticipated who need reminders on how to care for themselves, especially during crisis. And, you know, again, like, I just want to, I just want to speak to who, whatever you believe, like, if it's a health pandemic, if it's a um, contagious pandemic, we really need to be paying attention to this. And if it's not, you're emotional and you're, and you're worried or you're, you know, no, no matter what, there's something huge going on here. 
And when your emotional body and your fear response is triggered, your immune system drops. So pretty much whatever side of the fence you're on about this, like your health, what else do you have but to focus on your health right now? We need to take control of it. Is this not... um <laughs> The majority of the people, is this not what's on the forefront of this whole situation? Um, Originally, I believe that it was coming from the meat market because there's a lot of coronavirus in poultry and beef in America. And so they were saying that this was coming from meat markets in China. And I don't know if you guys watched a video of it, if you are ready to be completely horrified by humanity go ahead and look one up, um, and I watched one that was filmed days or weeks after they were approved to open up again after the whole quote-unquote outbreak that came from a bunch of different animals who geographically would not be living together and were forced to be in cages together, and it's just the most disgusting thing, so I, for one, whether that's real or not, I, for one, became aware of that kind of situation going on and I'm so glad I don't eat meat so just I don't know think about it um anyway so a lot of you whom I follow on social media a lot of you do get it and that's why we're friends but you guys are you not noticing what is sold out in the stores are you not noticing what people go straight for when there is a massive panic it blows my mind the things that are still on the shelves and the things that have been out for weeks a man in the parking lot asked me, um, he was walking in and I was packing up my car with my groceries and he asked me if they stocked everything. And immediately I was just like, yeah, I mean, if you're healthy and you like vegetables, you're fine. Like, <laughs> I just can't, I just, I can't anymore. I just, um, I hope that he rethought what he considered essential, but, um, all the things like ginger, lemon, herbs, apple cider vinegar, fermented foods, produce, elderberry, herbal teas, honey, and oranges should be the ones that should be off the shelves, should be the ones that are constantly out of. Um, the things that build up your immune system and fight bacteria and viruses should be the items we are hoarding. JK, nobody should be hoarding anything. But <clears throat> here's a list of 15 things that I I haven't seen on a basic website advising health and immune support um in this age i've i've tapped in and gone through just a, curious to see what the mainstream is advising for health and i think a lot of them are very good but a lot of them are super basic so and really not good enough so in my opinion um just with my experience over the years so i hope that you already know these things um if not then take a listen and try these things out um, tongue scraping. So number one, tongue scraping. Look it up. Um, it takes off all the bacteria that has built up on your tongue while you sleep. I I swear by this one. Um, you do it before anything else, then you brush your teeth, and then you drink your damn lemon water. Number two, lemon water. First thing, rehydrate and cleanse your body. It's craving it, can't you tell? Number three, oregano oil. Oregano is one of the most overlooked herbs, I think, like, the powerhouse that oregano has is so incredible, it kills everything, so look up oregano oil. Number four, 
take your hot shower or your bath, um, Epsom salt, loosen those muscles up, but then at the end, take a cold shower, as cold as you can stand it, and make sure to get the back of your neck. This shocks your body. Your immune system gets kick-started, and we all need this right now. Well, I mean, I'll say this because it's winter in Colorado. It's the end of it. Everybody's sick. It's seasonal. seasonal season's changing. We all could use an immune kick right now. Um, it'll also, a plus, is get you awake and motivated for what you have to do during the day. So if you have kids, for me, this is like, bam, okay, great, all right, I'm up. Like, let's go, let's move. So um, <laughs> that's been a good one for me to have. Number five. Gua sha. It's two words. Look it up. Um, I'm too cheap to actually get the tool or just I forget all the time. But I, I did find a rock a long time ago. It has a, a kind of a thin, longer side on it, kind of like the tool. And I use that. I was able to help a practitioner do gua sha massage for a retreat I was helping out at. And um, I was sold. I was sold on it. I saw and felt different kinds of constitutions in each person I massaged and they all had different results from gua sha and they all had benefits from it. I do it after my shower before I towel off with coconut oil. This helps tremendously if you work out and want to avoid being sore but the point is um, the point of it is to move stagnation and fluid in your body. It breaks up the lymph nodes right so by doing that it releases toxins stuck in your body. So I recommend trying that one. Number six, coconut oil. It's antiviral. It's antibacterial. Um, so when you're doing gua sha, leave it on your skin because it will help pull out toxins. Oil pulling, if you've heard that one, pulls out toxins. Applying it in your nose at night, especially if you're in a dry climate, will help moisten up your nasal passage and fight anything wanting to grow in there. I use this when my kids are getting earaches. Um, I add lavender and tea tree or frankincense oil and put it in their ear. Um, it, it helps a lot. Number seven, keep your feet warm. Heat escapes and your immune system weakens when your feet are cold. <laughs> My awesome friend in Hawaii taught me this. She'd be wearing booty shorts and a tube top and thick wool socks all the time. When you do get sick or are feeling symptoms, bundle up. Bundle up your kids Get really hot, make them get hot in the night, and make them sweat it out. That's what needs to happen. That's what a virus is. It's the, it's the depleting, it's the excreting of poisons in, a, in your cell. So if it's viral, you definitely want to sweat that out. Um, number eight, essential oils. You're going to want to rub them along the spine, behind your ears, and bottoms of your feet. You're going to want to put them in diffusers and baths and just breathe it in. Look up what kind of support you need um plants and especially um concentrated plants so medicinal um and yeah I work with a company who doesn't have very expensive essential oils so let me know number nine ginger 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 and everything shredded and steeped with honey is my favorite it's anti-inflammatory, so it should kick sore throats, digestion problems, stagnant feeling limbs. Um, when, story, when I gave birth to Kingston, my first, um, I didn't stop bleeding, so I had to get a Pitocin shot. So it, it contracts the uterus so you can stop bleeding. 
when I gave birth to Rain, I knew a lot more about the powers of ginger. So I had a very intense um, ginger tea made and ready when I was giving birth. Um, it was one of my requests I had. And so I chugged that after birth and um, I, I don't know, I didn't have any problems. So I think it's very powerful. Number 10. If you're starting to feel sick, eat a piece of garlic, preferably crushed up in a spoonful of honey. Honey is also very micro- antimicrobial. Um, roasted garlic is also very healing. Roasted garlic, right? So add garlic to everything, in my opinion. <laughs> 11. In Ayurveda, toasting your herbs and pungent foods like garlic and oil before adding it to your meal or soups activates the healing property in those herbs. Number 12, easily digestible foods and intermittent fasting. Your body needs a chance to catch up. It needs a chance to focus its energy on the healing it needs to do. When you eat hard, digestible things like pasta and red meat or dried foods, your body needs more energy to break it down. There's only so much energy your body has. So when it's spending time focused on your last meal, it's not spending time getting rid of the bug. Fasting is a great way to reset your body. They say um, 12 to 16 hours, 16 hours being the exact time your body starts to heal itself is the time frame to give it rest. Um, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? 16 hours between meals. Like, we are not prone to know that that is okay. That, that we, don't, we don't even know. My whole life before doing this, I had no idea that at 16 hours without food, my body would start to heal itself. So um, doing this from dinner, like a good time frame is dinner, maybe an early-ish dinner, till about early lunch is the perfect time. Um, for me, I know at 15 hours, I start to get cranky. So that's, I don't want to get cranky. I'm not going to starve myself. So you got to know your balance. You got to know what you want. 15 hours is sufficient for me. If I'm not feeling good, if I have digestive problems, I definitely will take it longer. Give my body that chance. Um, no one wants a cranky mama. But you don't need to eat as much as you think that you do. Right? Like, we don't. We're fine. We're, we can survive. Um, we're really just born, and we're sticking to a habit that we've developed over a lifetime. So, um, the fasting and the soft foods like melons, avocados, blended soups with lots of herbs, those are things that are easily digestible. Number 13, obviously rest. Um, this is hard. This is hard for my kids. This is when I let them watch movies. Um... It's not hard right now, I guess. I mean, everyone's resting, I I guess. That's what they're saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Netflix and chill is. I don't understand how people are binging on shows. I'm so busy with my kids. They keep me going so bad, so much. And, you know, I want to get them crafts, and I want to make sure Kingston's paying attention to a little bit of some kind of schoolwork. I want them to help me cook, which takes longer. Um, I want them to go outside in the sunshine, which... If it's cold, it takes us a while to pack up, um, get dressed. Oh, I'm so busy. Um, <laughs> I'm like wiping butts, cleaning up. Oh, another meal needs to be made. What about me? What about my time to work out? I need to work on my website. I need to call these people. And, I need, and for the last couple of months, I've needed to move. Moving is not fun. Um, but we are doing more crafts together. 
and I'm reading to them more, and I can tell our relationship has really bonded. Kingston has really, my oldest has taken off in his independence, and last night I got in bed, I was ready, and I was working on some things on the computer, and he was watching a show, and I said, okay, in a little bit, here's the button to turn it off, here's the light switch, turn it off, your toothbrush is ready in the in the bathroom, wash your face, please turn the lights off, and then come to bed, and he did, and he was so proud of himself, and he said, he said, mom, am I doing all these things for you, and I was like, Kingston, you're doing all these things for you, and that's what makes it easy for me, and I'm very proud of you, and you're growing up, and you're, you know, and you're going to be five soon, so we're having a good time developing this new relationship where we can be really present with each other. Okay, number 14. Um, It'd be wise to look up your dosha, according to Ayurveda. So finding out what your constitution is, knowing what foods fuel your fire or dampen your system is a very good thing to know. I am still working on this. Um, It takes a lot of effort. It's trial by error for me and a lot of intention. Um, It takes home cooking and maybe letting go of foods that you love. But when your body is thriving, working how it's supposed to, then your immune system is functioning much more properly, giving yourself a better chance at, number one, not getting infections, and number two, fighting them off. Um, I think I'm going to have a friend who can speak more about this on the podcast here coming up, so look forward to that. Number 15, don't stress. Don't follow the news. Don't feed into the media like little lost sheep. Remember who really runs the world, the working class. Take back your power and rights to know your intuition, but don't stress. Recently, I have been in a few situations that have just jolted my stress levels, and that's when my immune system weakens and I start to get cold symptoms. I know what's happening, so I know to really stay on these, these, all these previous points right in the beginning, hoping my sickness doesn't get too bad. But don't stress. Let it go. <laughs> this is what I learned this week. Retraumatizing your fears or sense of loneliness or feeling of being abandoned only puts you right back into the trauma your body went through. So you might not be going through that trauma, but just rethinking it and maybe emotionally you're like you're tapping into it. It puts your body, your cellular level, your nervous system back into that same position. So please do what you need to do to calm down. Call your therapist or your friend, make a cup of tea and just sit and enjoy the herbs. Get warm in a blanket and let the laundry go or let the kids watch another movie while you chill out. Don't stress. So when it comes to your health, which fire will you fuel? Will you say F it and go to the trash comfort quote unquote foods? Feeding your disease and asking for um, a sickness to take over? Not giving your body the chance to let a virus get out of your body? Or will you take action, pick up a book, watch a video, learn some new things, and then implement your new version of your health journey? Sometimes the fire doesn't necessarily mean get up and get going, like go, go, go. I don't mean that. Sometimes you might need the rest, like I said. Um, You need to turn off the anxieties if you can, or at least turn them down. Take a long time to fold the laundry. That's okay. Or add an extra hour to read that book. What I mean is make sure the choices you 
you make have a passion behind them, a reason specifically geared towards what you need, towards your healing during this physically, emotionally, and spiritually trying time. All right. Um, Living in privilege. When I was living on the farm, I worked hard for the simple things. I had to walk from my cabin, rain or shine, with my heavy bag of laundry, down the little road, past other cabins to get to the washer, which we shared, and either I hung up someone else's clothes or I waited for a load to be done. And by wait, I mean, like, stand there and wait or just keep walking around the corner and checking on it so that way you could be next in line and someone didn't sneak in there. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but it's a good example for me of how privileged we are to have a washer and dryer unit right in our homes. Um, Don't get me wrong, I dreamed of having my own for so long, and I do now, and it's glorious. But even that, even that, that dirty, stinky farm washing machine, that was a luxury. That was better than not having one at all. Taking kids to the laundromat is not for the faint of heart. And, you know... For the most part, I'm kind of betting you don't really think about this a lot, so think about it. Think about the comforts you have in your home that are allowing you some ease during this quarantine time. What if you have to go to the laundromat? What are they doing? (laughs) Think about the Wi-Fi you have, the fridge that works, the private tub you can soak in, or the hot water for your private shower. Think about the desk you sit at to work at on your business. Think about the yard you have. So your kids can go out and play, but yet you're still at home. We take so much for granted. We are so very privileged. Yes, we do work hard, but we also might have had an advantage straight from birth. The color of our skin, the opportunities our parents had, our gender, the region we were born in, it all plays a part in something we didn't have a choice in. We think this is struggle. We think Being out of toilet paper is a real problem. You guys, you can get creative and eco-friendly while maintaining good hygiene if you need to. Wasn't there just a trend going around about cloth diapers and cloth wipes? I don't know. Don't you have some shirts from 2003 sitting in your closet you could get creative with? But not all of us have these privileges. Oh, I just barely moved into my own apartment before this lockdown happened. I lost my income and I had to move again. I was at a hotel before that. I have wondered if I'll have a roof that's not of vehicles over my kids' heads at some point this year. And right now, so many of you are there. To be awake at night while your kids sleep, thinking of all the things you can do to make sure they are safe from the elements, That's a hard place to be in. And even the help I have been able to receive, that falls under privilege. I am in a part of the state or country that isn't all that scary, and people are willing to trust me. I know that being by being a white female that I can that I have a greater advantage in this opportunity. I don't I hope you don't I hope you understand what I'm trying to say here. Um, and I'm not saying that's why they helped me, um, but I didn't face additional and real opposition just because of the color of my skin, which has nothing to do with my choices. 
It has everything to do with luck. I see these celebrity families doing quarantine in huge houses with pools or even by the beach. I'm trying not to judge. We all do have our hard times. And lots of them might have gotten there from working from the ground up. But I swear, if they complain about how bored they are in their mansions, I'm going to lose it. I think about those kids who are in the apartments in Brooklyn who have hardly a chance to overcome this, who don't even have a balcony to get outside on, who live on floors and floors of people, sick or not sick or eventually sick, That's the luck they received. That has nothing to do with who they are. Or I think about the kids whose home life is abusive and toxic, and now they are forced to stay home with their parents, not go to school, or parent, um, one parent. And that parent is now even more in a stressful situation financially and emotionally than before, so it breaks my heart imagining what that situation looks like when I talk about my struggle please know that I I know how lucky and blessed I am I also know how hard I have worked in my life but I'm not comparing or saying I'm doing better I'm also not saying my struggles are so bad they are hard my ideal life wouldn't consist of a lot of it but I do recognize my blessings in all of this so Will you be a cranky, privileged American and post things on how hard this is for you? Or or will you consider your blessings, no matter how small, and consider the fact that there are people out there who most likely are, are in a worse situation than you? So watch what you say. Which fire are you going to fuel? Which direction are you going to take? Are you going to not only keep going, but go hard, working hard to get out of this or are you going to sink and let all of it happen to you waiting for the handout you might be in the position to be asking for help and that's totally okay sister you are not the only one but I want you to ask these hard questions is your life is your brain and are your ambitions worth helping would you help you despite the loss confusion Meals of canned foods, moving into someone's basement. Can you get up and be the light that you know you are? Can you fight for the things you deserve? The bed in the shelter looks pretty good when you're in a hard place. But can you have the confidence in yourself to know that this is just temporary? That it's a stepping stone? To know that you're grateful for the people who have reached out. To not be prideful or resentful, but to know we are all human and we all can so quickly lose it all as we are seeing now be the person you need to be to deserve the help but be motivated to use it as another step to set to get to your goals and i hope one of those goals is to eventually be in the position to be the one helping out someone else in need these are my wishes coming out of this regardless of what it is these are my wishes maybe this will bring the mass majority of how we view status to a halt maybe we will be kinder more willing to reach out a helping hand 
Maybe we will be grateful we are even in the position to be helpful. Maybe we will learn humility. Maybe we will value our elderly and appreciate the resilience of the youth. Maybe we will drink more ginger tea. Maybe we will give. Maybe we will set aside pride. Maybe we will see what our actions on the planet are doing. Maybe we will be more aware of the effects of bad choices. Maybe we will feel like we are all one. Maybe we will stop consuming so blindly. Maybe we will change the way we are in the workforce. Maybe we will wake up to the conspiracies. Maybe we will force change upon the corrupt and the rich. Maybe we will redefine politics, healthcare, and the poor. Maybe we will hold our babies longer. Maybe we will put more emphasis on home economics for our children than we do to pressure them into attending Ivy League schools. Maybe we will have harder conversations. Maybe we will sit with them long enough to heal. Maybe we will see our dark sides. Maybe we will accept them. Maybe we will change the way we distract and numb away from them. Maybe we will call the friend. Maybe we will apologize. Maybe we will forgive more freely. Maybe we will celebrate the little things. Maybe we will change. Maybe we will be more grateful. Maybe we will help more. And maybe we will judge less. There are two fires. The one that ignites our rights for a more valuable and honorable life. And the one that takes the entire forest and culture down with it. Have you walked through fire before? Guess what? Now you have millions walking with you. Reach out. Check in on someone. It's quite mind-blowing this is happening at this level right now. Whether it be from the meat markets, an intentional spread, 5G, or whatever, it's happening. And we are all in this together. So let's make changes together and redefine things together. Are you motivated or are you torn down by the unknowns? If you're a single mom like me, you've learned that it's in these unknown times, in this struggle, in this darkness, when your back is up against the wall, that's when you make your move. All these bailouts and unemployment handouts, all of this is going to take a toll in generations to come. Like, really bad. Our children will have to struggle because of the debt we are going in. And they say this might not be the only outbreak. So, imagine that. So again... Which fire will you fuel to help get out of this? To help give our children a chance at the dream? Will you set fire to providing for your family? To getting those dreams going? To learning that new skill you've always wanted? To figuring out what's actually going on? Or will you watch the world burn? And will you go down in the ashes? Which fire will you fuel? Make sure not to put the wrong one out. Hey, if you guys want to connect with me on social media, I have a couple pages I manage. My personal one is melanie.marie.liparulo. 
If you're interested in plant-based food and the ways I can balance and keep up with being in the kitchen or when we get takeout, come follow me at an herbal perspective, three words, plus you get to see a bunch of pics of my cute kids. My cleaning business page is at EcoCleanColorado. And of course, follow my page, Wildfire Podcast, for updates and discussions. See you over there. If you guys like my podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe. Maybe leave a few of your own words in the comments and share with a friend. Thank you and see you next week. All right, so maybe now would be a good time to plug this in, but in addition to my cleaning business, I am also working with an online wellness company that has toxic-free cleaning supplies. They have over 400 products that are biodegradable, plant-based, and better for the environment, both for the planet and your home. My goal is to help people I love change their homes and then build their own business. As a product advocate, I have replaced the toxic products in my home as well as the homes I am cleaning. I also know that when people think of natural products, they, they think that they are not as, as effective. But in this company's case, that's not true. Not only are they scientifically proven to be just as efficient, but they have extremely high testing and approval standards. They make sure they keep their ingredients simple and have worked hard at using biodegradable packaging and also use concentrated formulas to cut back on the packaging that they used. Um, They have their own warehouse, so everything is manufactured straight up from them. And I think it's every, like, I don't think anything's older than two weeks. So I think that's pretty cool. And I have so much peace of mind in knowing the cleaning supplies I am using not only are kinder, kid-friendly, um... And okay on the surfaces I am cleaning, but they have also been tried and true for 30 years. Um, Another plus for this mom on a budget is um, they are the same price as the harsh products you see in Target or Walmart, if not cheaper. They're delivered to your door, and working with this company helps create a positive and motivating community. Their mission is to enhance the lives of those we touch by helping people reach their goals. So... You know, please reach out if you're interested in something like this. Um, if you guys know me, you know I'm I'm a bit picky, so I'm really vibing with this company right now. And I I have two passions: one, just really simplifying the products that we use and being better consumers, and also helping out, you know, anyone who wants to have a better income or create a create a community and um, have a great team. So. Hit me up if you're interested in any of that, and I would love to hear from you.